I know you stress trying to figure it out Not your best and you're feeling down Well, I'm here to tell you it'll all work out We gon' let go of fear and we gon' let go of doubt Cause any storm we go weather Long as we're together With Christ by our side, tell me who could do it better I know that sometimes we can't see But God's got a plan for both you and me Any storm we go weather Long as we're together With Christ by our side, tell me who could do it better I know that sometimes we can't see But God's got a plan for both you and me Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Successful Servant Leader Podcast. It's your girl, Victoria Grace, and I'm very excited to be giving you guys this episode. It is going to be a short one, but um, my goal is to get to my point as quickly as possible. So today, I do not have any tea to spill. I don't have anything uh, extra that I have to tell you guys today, but I do want to tell you guys that I... I'm so grateful and so thankful for everybody who listens to this show um, and everybody who just supports this platform. And if God leads you to do that, and as he leads you to do that, I'm just so grateful and so thankful and continually humbled by that. And so let's get right into this, you guys. So today I have so many different topics on my heart. Uh, I have so many different feelings going on right now. If you are a part of the tribe, then you know that I sent out an email last week. We had to reschedule our prayer call. So that is another benefit of being a part of the tribe. I had to reschedule our prayer call, which was like the first and hopefully I don't have to do it again, but it was a first, I think, since I've started doing weekly prayer calls. I had to reschedule because I had to catch a last minute flight uh, because I had a death in my family. And um, mind you, I've had deaths in my family since COVID, since, and not even just COVID related deaths, but uh, this particular person that passed away was my cousin. He was about four or five months younger than me. And I grew up with him, and so it just hit a little bit different. Um, And so today, like I said, I have so many topics on my heart, and I know which one God wants me to talk about first, and then we will get into the rest in our later episodes. But I have to come on today and just share with you guys this topic of if you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. And I believe that God has been holding my tongue for on various occasions because I have been refusing to talk about specific topics that he wants me to talk about. I've been refusing to stand for more than just him. Like, okay, how do I, how, what, what am I saying? Right. So I'm saying, Obviously, I have stood for something with this whole podcast, right? The Successful Servant Leader podcast. Servant leadership is a biblical. 
I talk about biblical principles. I talk about Jesus is my main man, right? <laughs> that is what I talk about. But there are other topics that I have intentionally not talked about because I just didn't feel like I was equipped enough to talk about it. And you guys, I'm not a confrontational person and I don't really like conflict. But as I've said before on this platform, and as I know for a fact, Jesus was very controversial. And if I want to continue to go further and deeper in the things that I, that I know that he has for me and that he knows he has for me, I have to be okay with stepping up, standing out and talking about things that are controversial and something that's controversial is family. I stand for the family unit. I stand for marriage. I stand for anything that is of Christ. If I have never said it verbally on this platform and you guys know that I live in the state of Texas and I love it here. Don't get me wrong. I love it here. The COVID numbers may be up according to the news. <laughs> um, Texas is pretty crazy. They love their guns and they love their freedom. I, I mean, it's, it's very different living down here compared to living in Michigan. Um, where things are a little more liberal, but, uh, yeah, I love it here, <laughs> but you guys know, I'm sure you know that some legislation was recently passed, uh, concerning abortion in the state of Texas in which it will be illegal to get an abortion after six weeks. And I do want to give my experience to you guys really quickly here. And then I want to go into standing for something or falling for anything. And so my experience with abortion is that I have never have, I have never had one. However, I do have loved ones who have had them and I can never fall into the notion that people or that everyone who has abortions are just selfish or just doing it because they just don't care about life from my experience and the people that I know who have had them. Now, I do know that there are people out there who definitely, definitely just get them just to get them. They have had multiple, multiple, multiple. And when I say multiple, I mean more than three, more than four. I know people, I know that those people do exist, but as far as my immediate family members, my immediate friends who have had them, they have felt remorse about even having to make the decision to do it and afterwards. And it's a healing process because I do believe that doing that would do, from what I've seen, it would do something to you, essentially killing your seed. And so I speak on this because I myself, I guess I would say, I don't really like labels, but I would say I'm pro-life. However, I do know for my people who have had to make that choice, I'm supporting them, period. That's just all I can say about it right now. Like, I don't know, that's how I can say about it. But when we come to this topic of standing for something or falling for anything, I want to go to the book of Second Thessalonians. And if you have any time in your day, the book of Second Thessalonians is only three chapters. You should definitely check it out. You guys know I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation because I love how it gives us titles over each section. And I just, I love the context that it gives. Um, I also want to give the title of 
what they give from the NIV version. I'm going to be in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 9 through 12. But I definitely recommend you go ahead and reading verses 1 through 12. And if I was reading from the NIV version, it says the title for this section is the man of lawlessness, the man of lawlessness. But when I switch on over to the New Living Translation, the title for the section here is events prior to the Lord's second coming, events prior to the Lord's second coming. And I think that this is so important because we are in an age of lawlessness. (laughs) Nobody wants to follow authority. I I have even notice myself having a problem with authoritative figures, authoritative things, anyone really trying to tell me what to do. Oh, I'm grown. I don't need nobody to tell me. Oh, I just, I've, I've learned, I've noticed this disposition about myself and I've noticed this disposition within the world, this disposition within the world. And if you are aligning yourself with anything of the world, if the majority is going for it, you need to take a step back and intentionally question why everybody is for it. Why is everybody so for that thing? Why is everybody jumping on that bandwagon and there are a few who are not jumping on that bandwagon? Why, why, why? Ask the important questions. This is very serious and that's why I feel like God led me to talk about this first as the list of things on my mind is growing every single day. We are in an age of lawlessness. Anything goes People can say anything and people will be like, oh, that makes sense. I'm going with it because it aligns with my, with what my flesh wants to believe. It aligns with what my flesh wants. So I'm going with that, period. And if you're listening to me right now and you feel a disposition in yourself about it, question that. Because my sole purpose here is to speak the truth. So you want to rebuke that spirit that does not want to hear the truth. Okay. Rebuke that spirit that does not want to hear the truth. And so I come to you today because I saw this video on TikTok. Your girl is on TikTok now, by the way, I'll have my name in the show notes if you are on TikTok, but I was on TikTok and I want to play a little bit of the clip here for you guys. But this woman, she was talking about if a fetus is a baby. And so I'm going to insert that clip here. Maybe we should be able to take life insurance out on it. That means if a woman has a miscarriage, she's entitled to the life insurance policy. I've had six miscarriages. I would be a millionaire. If a fetus is a baby, men should start paying child support the second that the pregnancy is confirmed. If a fetus is a baby, low-income women should get more food stamps and more welfare for the baby while she's pregnant with them. If a fetus is a baby, we should be able to claim them on our uh, income taxes for that year. If a fetus is a baby, every single state should have a law that makes assaulting a pregnant woman also child abuse. If a fetus is a baby, every single pregnant woman should have gotten a $500 bonus on their stimulus check. But now, because a fetus isn't a baby, you just want to control a woman's reproductive rights. And so that wasn't the whole clip, but it was some of it. So you kind of get the drift. And her stance is, if a fetus is, is a baby, then this. If a, if a fetus is a baby, then that. 
I just thought it was so interesting that everything that she said was about what people should get if that fetus is a baby. And don't get me wrong. I definitely agree that there should be more provisions. There should be more help out there. But this is the world that we live in, okay? And unfortunately, everything that she said in the video, it probably will never happen. That's just how the world works. That's just how the enemy works, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, but as I was listening to this video, I listened to it multiple times. I could see the enemy using her and using her and using her to get people to jump on that bandwagon and that thought process. And in this day and age, you guys, we have to guard our hearts and our minds and our ear gates. And if you don't think that you're strong enough yet, then you have to make the intentional decision to stay off social media because everybody that is talking on social media is not talking with the voice of God. It's not talking with the voice and the help of the Holy Spirit. They're actually talking with the voice and the help of the Antichrist. And so let me get into this this scripture. Like I said, I, I encourage you to go ahead and read the entire book of Thessalonians, Second uh, Thessalonians. And if you can't do that, then at least read Second uh, Thessalonians chapter through chapter two, one through twelve. But we're going to read nine through twelve. And just a reminder, it says events prior to the Lord's second coming. Or verse nine says. This man will come to do the work of Satan with counterfeit power and signs and miracles. He will use every kind of evil deception to fool those on their way to destruction because they refuse to love and accept the truth that would save them. So God will cause them to be greatly deceived and they will believe these lies. Then they will be condemned for enjoying evil rather than believing the truth. Key word here, delusion, delusion, delusion. And I get the word delusion from deception. There is a strong delusion for me and what science says. How can you deny that a fetus is not? a living organism. If it is growing and multiplying cells, it is a living organism. No, it has not made it to the stage of being a baby yet, but it's on its way. It is a living organism. So that means if we're not saying that a fetus is a living organism that becomes a baby, then then becomes a toddler, that be, that then becomes a an adolescent, that then becomes an adult, then we can say that, well, then if a toddler is a human, then this, this, and this. If a teenager is a human, then this, this, and this. And the key word that I think that the enemy loves to use is if, because then it creates that, that feeling of confusion. It creates that doubt, right? If a fetus is a baby, then this, this, and this. I'm not here to argue with anybody about the fact that a fetus is a living organism. Period. <laughs> I believe in Jesus. I love Jesus. But science is science is science. And it's there for a reason. A fetus is something that grows if it's growing. So then you're saying so then you're saying that uh, when you put a seed into the ground and it begins to have roots, is it not a 
plant at that point? Like, is it not becoming a plant at that point? Like, we have to learn to see past the delusion. Because if you guys could could have seen the comments within this video that I'm talking about, I mean, everybody was just jumping on the bandwagon. It makes no sense. And no, I may or may not completely agree with abortion, but I, I have in the past supported people who have gotten them. I myself have not gotten one. I came face to face with this decision myself when it was time to have my son who was now three in 2017. I had a serious, maybe at that time, I don't even know if I was playing, but God made me pretty much eat my words and live my words, live out my words and accept my words and walk through what my words were. But me and my friend were having a very serious conversation. And we said at this point in our lives, we know what we're doing. And if we end up pregnant, we have to keep we're, we're keeping our babies. And lo and behold, a few months later, what was I doing and what was the decision that was faced in front of me? whether or not to keep my baby. And I chose to keep my baby. And I know that that's not the case for everybody. I know that everybody doesn't have help from their partner who got them pregnant. I know that everybody doesn't have the financial means. And I was in a stage three years ago where I didn't have any money. I I don't even, this is not the podcast episode to even go into all of that. But you guys have heard a little bit of my story where I gave God my yes in the midst of chaos. I I gave God my yes in the midst of when it looked like I should have said no. I gave God my yes when it looked like I should have aborted the mission. But now I'm here today and I'm so glad that I gave God my yes. And I'm only talking about this topic because I'm not here to tell anybody what they should and shouldn't do with their bodies. That is between you and God. Is between you and God. But when you see these things on social media, for instance, the video that I just shared with you guys, if a fetus is a baby, we have to use our brain here. And not fall into the strong delusion and into the deception. Because if you believe that a fetus is not a living organism that is going to grow into an infant, into a baby, into a toddler, into a kid, into a preschooler, into an adolescent, all of these things, then you are under a strong delusion. You have been deceived. And you are walking in deception every single day. It's one thing to be like, I'm pro-choice, but you cannot deny that a fetus is a living organism that is going to become a baby. It has a heartbeat. I mean, you cannot deny these things. And that is what the enemy wants us to do. Literally every single thing as I walk around throughout this world, as I get on social media, the enemy the spirit of the Antichrist is already running rampant throughout the world. It says it to it told us in the Bible. So before we were even born, the Bible was already here, right? The spirit of the Antichrist has already been here. And its sole purpose is to set up a stage so that the people in the world, the people a part of the strong delusion and the deception, the people who partake in the deception will praise this false Messiah that the world is going to present, this false savior and deny the one true living God, the one true living God who sent his only son, his only son to die for the sins of the world. And my question to you today is what side are you going to be on? Are you going to go down the narrow path or are you going to go down the wide path in which everybody else is taking? 
For me personally, I don't care what it is. It can be about a pack of gum. I don't care if everybody is saying they want this particular pack of gum. I'm asking why I want Holy Spirit to give me something. I don't care because if you are falling into the ways of the world in which everybody is saying yes, yes, yes to this, then you are falling most likely into the way of the enemy, into the way in which Satan wants you to do. And he is preparing your mind to accept his beast. He is preparing your mind to accept him as the world's savior. And so that's what I want to come on today. And that's what I wanted to share with you. Um, also, if you continue reading past verse 12 in second or yes, yeah, second Thessalonians chapter two, um, it tells us that as believers, we should stand firm. And I think I'm going to go ahead and just read it really quickly, but it's second Thessalonians chapter two, 13 through 17. And it says, as for us, we can't help, but thank God for you. Dear brothers and sisters, loved by the Lord, we are always thankful that God chose you to be among the first to experience salvation, a salvation that came through the spirit who makes you holy and through your belief in the truth. He called you to salvation when we told you the good news. Now you can share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. With all these things in mind, dear brothers and sisters, stand firm and keep a strong grip on the teaching we passed on to you, both in person and by letter. Now, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, our father, who loved us and by his grace gave us eternal comfort and wonderful hope, comfort you and strengthen you in every good thing you do and say from this day forward. And so I pray that God gives you the strength to stand firm on his promises, gives you the strength to to stand firm on his principles, gives you the strength to stand for God so that you don't fall for anything, so that you don't fall for the world. This may seem so minor because I'm not telling you whether or not you should get an abortion. I'm not on here telling anybody whether or not that they should be pro-life or pro-choice. What I am saying is if you look at the facts and not fall into the, the deception and the delusion of the world that would have you to think that a fetus is not a living organism, that a fetus is not something that is living, then you are deceived. And so that's my first step into talking about something that I really did not think that God wanted me to use my platform for. Like I said, whatever your choice is, whatever your family's choice is, whatever your friend's choice is, that's between them and God. And I do believe that if you've ever had an abortion, God will forgive you. If you go to him with uh, repentance and you feel remorseful about it, genuinely remorseful, if that's how you feel, right? I can't feel that for you. I can't tell you how to feel about that thing. But if that's how you feel, I know that God forgives you. He still loves you. And you can still move forward with your life and with whatever it is he's called you to do. But I just want you to know that the spirit of the Antichrist lawlessness is already here. And it's our job as servant leaders, as Christians, as mothers, as sisters, as brothers, as aunts, as uncles, as women of God, as heirs to the throne, to not fall into the delusion. It's one thing to say you support a side and a subject. And that's like I said, that's between you and God, but you cannot deny the facts just because you get further 
pushes your agenda. The facts are there for a reason. Science in itself is a weapon <laughs> against God. But if you're you can't say that you don't believe in God and you, and you don't believe in science, but you are pro-choice and you it it, it just doesn't add up. You got to believe in one of them, okay? <laughs> and science lets us know that a fetus is a living organism. If the cells multiply, if it is growing, if it is maturing, it is a living thing. And so, uh, yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Go and check out Second Thessalonians chapter two. And if you want, check out uh, chapters one through three. Um, and yeah, send me an email if you have any questions or concerns about this. Uh, DM me on Instagram at I am Victoria Grace. I would love to further this conversation. Um, I would love to stop being disobedient and talk about the things in which if it's if it's controversial it's controversial so yeah i pray that you guys have a blessed rest of your week and i'll see you guys back here same time same place for another episode of the successful servant leader podcast